0: Hey, Bethel family! Thanks for joining us today as we engage Proverbs and Ecclesiastes. We hope this study equips you with wisdom as you engage your community, whatever you find yourself this summer.
1: Pastor Jason Green and Pastor Dave Dawson both preached messages in the past few weeks about a topic, topic that we often ignore and try to hide from or not acknowledge at all death. Wah, wah, wah. This is Angie, and today we're going to focus on just one verse in Ecclesiastes 9 as we consider the life that comes right before the big D word. So stay tuned, friends, and please don't die on me before you have finished listening today. In 1976, a band named Blue Oyster Cult had a song called Don't Fear the Reaper. As Billboard magazine reminded us, the band said, quote, There's no eluding death, so why even try? It's better to channel that energy into something productive, like grooming your stash, airbrushing a dragon on your van, or practicing your cowbell, end quote. Interesting ideas to consider. Hashtag not for me. I think Ecclesiastes 9 verse 10 gives us the best advice at all, stating in the message, Whatever turns up, grab it and do it and heartily. This is your last and only chance at it, for there's neither work to do nor thoughts to think in the company of the dead, where you're most certainly headed. This verse is a reminder to make the most of life that comes before death, also known as the dash between your birth year and your death year. Life is not a dress rehearsal. But hey, we know that already, mainly because everyone always says that. I remember three sayings from childhood that my granddad used to speak. Now, granted, he shared a lot, and I had to clean up the language a bit to even share these ideas, but the ideas remain the same without the extra emphasis of his curse words. Number one, the only sure things in life are death and taxes. Two, nobody gets out of here alive. And three, you'll be dead on earth a lot longer than you'll be alive. So make the most of life while you can. Bronnie Ware, a hospice nurse who spent several years working in palliative care, caring for dying patients, put her observations into a book called The Top 5 Regrets of the Dying. I especially was interested in her description of number five, which I read in an article of all places in Business Insider magazine. Number five is this, I wish that I had let myself be happier. War went on to say this, quote, This is a surprisingly common one. Many did not realize until the end that happiness is a choice. They had stayed stuck in old patterns and habits. The so-called comfort of familiarity overflowed into their emotions as well as their physical lives. Fear of change had them pretending to others and to themselves that they were content. When deep within, they longed to laugh properly, to have silliness in their life again, to truly live. So what keeps us from taking whatever turns up and heartily grabbing it and doing it? When an idea comes along or a God-sized dream grows in our hearts, what keeps us from stepping out in faith? What keeps us on the sideline and not in the game? Why are some people so good at jumping in while others would never ever consider chasing anything outside the realm of a comfort zone? I know that struggle. I was in my mid-30s when God called me to attend seminary. I knew for a while that He was asking me to step into ministry, but I had many excuses, fears, and reasons to ignore the prompting. He was asking me to leave my family, my friends, a beloved job, and the house my family owned that five generations had called home. I could have stayed in my glorious comfort zone and tried to remain content, but the idea of ministry would have haunted me for all my life. So, I took the risk. I ventured out. And, wow, what an incredible journey it has been. In a few weeks, I will celebrate my 10-year anniversary on Bethel staff. I can't imagine what I would have missed. The people I would never have met. The joys I would have skipped. My faith likely stunted. Had I remained stuck inside my own head. Unsure, predictable, fearful, unmotivated arrogant, bored. So here is an interesting question to consider in relation to Ecclesiastes 9, verse 10. What's your greatest lament so far about something you have not heartily chased after? And how will you set out to achieve or change this before you die? Let's pray about it this week and ask God to show us the way forward. Don't push it aside, waiting for tomorrow which might be too late, as verse 10 reminds us, this is your last and only chance at it, for there's neither work to do nor thoughts to think in the company of the dead. Friends, get out your cowbell and let's go. Let's go. Amen.
0: Thanks for joining us today. in tomorrow as we encourage each other with the wisdom of God's word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we would love to continue to dive into God's word with you. We would also like the chance to connect further with you. If you go to bedfold.ch, you'll find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together. Finally, please consider sharing this podcast with your friends by word of mouth or on social media. Thanks, family. God bless you. Gracias y que Dios te bendiga.